welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend? My warrior, I certainly hope this week finds you well. If you haven't gotten a chance to visit our website, griefauthority.com, I hope you will do so this week. I have books on there, Bundle of Hope books that I think will help you and serve you very well. These are the three main books that I need you to read that will help you to better understand the entire grieving process. First, my signature book called Understanding Your Grieving Heart After a Loved One's Death. The second is How to Help a Grieving Child, which is very important. And the third is on holiday grief. And those three books and that information will help you significantly as you move through the grieving process that you are now looking at. Now on today's episode, I interview a wonderful friend of mine who we've been friends with now for quite some time. We are both podcasters. And his partner unfortunately passed away a few weeks ago his cousin Aaron. And we speak about that, and we speak about his podcast as well. So I'd like to introduce you to Guru from Guru Talking Sports. It's an excellent podcast, and if you're really into sports, I think you will really enjoy it. So here we go. Well, I'm honored today to welcome Guru of Guru Talking Sports. He's a fellow podcaster. And obviously from his name, he speaks all about sports, all kinds of sports. And he is a wealth of information, a man who just knows everything there is about anything having to do with sports, which amazes me because I'm pretty much a baseball gal, as you can tell. I wore my Mets hat just for him. And I've been in around the Mets since I was about five years old. And as I started to tell Guru before, my grandfather was so angry that the Giants and the Dodgers moved to California. And so he became a Mets fan. And I learned baseball sitting on his knee. So I really appreciate when I listen to Guru's podcast because I gain a lot more from listening to him. But in the thread that we came together was about grief. And last week, he lost his co-host, his cousin, Aaron, and we're going to touch on that today. And we're going to discuss how it's hard to juggle grief along with so many other things that are going on in life. So I want to welcome you, Guru. I've enjoyed our conversation. I love the relationship we're building as podcast hosts, and I appreciate how much you support me in all I do. 
Well, thank you, Barry. I really appreciate being here. You know, like I said, um, it's funny when I talk about myself. I don't really like to talk about myself. I like to talk about everything else. I always, always, every single podcast I do, I always mention your podcast. And I tell everyone that this is the best place to be because you're talking with the, I feel as though the best expert on grief and helping you get through those rough times. And I really appreciate your support as well. And I, I always, like I said, I always do everything I can to back you up as much as I can. I appreciate that very much. No, no problem. My name is actually LaBoy Prisco. I am, <laughs> and I'm known as the guru of sports. I came up with that tagline years ago because when I used to work in the Philadelphia area, I used to get on the Philadelphia fans about their their terrible teams and I told them <laughs> about how how better New York and how better Baltimore and how better Boston is. And they say actually one guy came up to me and asked me, he said, You must be some kind of guru of sports or something like that. I said, Hey, you know what? That sticks. I think I like that. <laughs> I that. So I'll take it. But um, I've been a lifelong sports fan, and I've learned that um, it's just, you know, it's just what they do on the field. It's just a game. And, you know, I've had my time where I had to cry or get mad or get upset or whatever, but I'm not going to do anything belligerent, and I'm not going to do anything to disrespect my name, my family, or anything. So, but um, I, I really, really appreciate you having me on today, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. All right. So first question I wanted to ask you, uh-huh. the Mets fan. Now, I like the Mets hat. The Mets hat is great. But I want to ask you a question. Why is it that the Mets fans hate the Yankee fans and Yankee fans hate the Mets fans? You I know. know. Been- it's been going on forever. And I, I don't know how that all came about. You would think that they would you know, be for each other against everybody else. But what really yeah. happens is it's not till the the end of the season, right? And yeah. you're in the playoffs. And if one of them is in the playoffs and the other isn't, then you tend to want your city to win. And if you get into the World Series, like we did in 2000, where it was the Mets and the Yankees against each other, oh, well, that was a mortal battle. Because it's like, oh, my God. And unfortunately, back then, we still had VHS tapes, remember? And I taped all of the games. The unfortunate part was the Mets were creamed in four games by the Yankees. And I remember remember not wanting to go over it with another show. And my husband at the time said to me, why are you doing that? And I said, because there's nothing good to remember here. (laughs) Right? If you get to the end, if you get to the bitter end, it's about your city. So if the Yankees are in the World Series against whomever, you know, it's about the city. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I lived in Los Angeles before and, you know, the Dodgers and the Angels have the same kind of rivalry. You know, I've been to Chicago where South Side, you know, White Sox and the North Side Cubs, Cubs. they don't like each other. But you figure, hey, if you're if you're in that city, let's say like if I if I was born and raised in New York, I would root for both teams because you know, hey, they're representing my city, you know. Right. And I hear it, I hear it all the time on sports talk radio and everything. Actually, the Yankee fans are now upset with the Mets fans because they have the richest owner in the game. 
and the Mets can spend money now and basically, yeah. be, you know, do stuff. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I really think that they both are good teams and I don't have anything bad to say about them. Well, they're all. doing a lot better this year than last year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And the thing too is when, if you look at the geography of the city, a lot of people who live like in Connecticut and in the Bronx and upstate New York, Westchester and Putnam, they tend to go for the Yankees because that's their closest geographic team. But people who live way out east on the island or in Queens and sometimes Brooklyn, Brooklyn's kind of split, but mostly the island itself and the four counties go for the Mets. And when I lived in Queens, it was Oh my God, 15 minute car ride up to the stadium in Shea at the time, you know? Yeah. And uh, I had season tickets, and we only did nighttime season tickets because I didn't want to sit in the sun on the weekends. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you listen, you're listening to someone that has been to at least over a thousand baseball games, and I'm talking Dodgers, Phillies, Braves. I mean, I've been all over the country and there's a couple of ballparks I haven't been into, but you know, I've, I've always, you know, baseball was my first love and that's what I always saw. Uh, you know, I actually, you know, if you listen to the podcast, sometimes I'll talk about my failed baseball experiment and uh, <laughs> I can't believe I tried that, but um, it was, it was good. It was fun. You know, like I said, I, I, I just love sport, any sport. I can talk basketball with you. I can talk hockey with you, you know, and I'm pulling for the Rangers. I am pulling for the Rangers. <laughs> you know? My two cousins are big Ranger fans. They go to the games all the time. I am pulling for them, but I think they might be in trouble. Uh, they're down 0-2 now. But my thing is that I'm an L.A. Kings fan, and my team is out, and um, I have nowhere, to, no one to root for. But like I said, <laughs> since I drive back and forth through New York, I'm rooting for the Rangers. So good luck to the Rangers. Definitely. Well, I have to tell you on my bucket list, the thing I really would love to do if it's possible, who knows what the way the world is right now, but I want to be able to say I went to every professional baseball park in the United States. I really want that. And I don't have a great many. I, I think I have like seven or eight that I've been to. Seven or eight? Oh, yeah. Man. But I say to David, I say, you know, when we go away to a city, I needed to try to correspond so that there is a hometown game then. Yeah. <laughs> so there we can go. go. There you go. You wouldn't believe this, but uh, actually my uh, honeymoon was in Boston and I got a chance to see Fenway Park. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I actually planned that one out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I've been to Fenway. I've, I've, you know, I've been a lot of older stadiums that no longer exist. I've been to like maybe uh, there's a, I can tell you the ones that I haven't been to. One of the stadiums, and I heard this the other just a few minutes ago on the radio. One of the stadiums that I do want to see, and I'm talking football now, is uh, SoFi in California. They built that after I left there, and I know exactly where it's at. It used to be right by. Hollywood Park in Inglewood. So I wouldn't mind going there to see that one. That was a really good one. Okay, so what else do we want to talk about? We want to talk about... I want to uh, talk about Cousin Aaron. Cousin Aaron, yeah. Yeah. And how how did you decide to invite him to be your co-host on Guru Talking Sports? He was writing a, a Facebook column during the football season, and it caught my eye, and I always 
always liked it. And I always, you know, commented with him and we would talk football and we would have a good time just basically, uh, you know, going back and forth. It was like two brothers sitting, sitting out on the porch talking about, you know, football and everything. So what I did was I said to him, I said, you know, one day you can bring your what you got that you're doing on Facebook, you can bring it on my podcast. I don't have a problem with that. And, you know, my thing is that if I see people that are doing things and there's no competition with me, I don't have any competition with any podcast. I don't have any, you know, it's like everybody does their own thing, you know, and I, I support everybody. You know, I've, I've supported numerous podcasts. Actually, my first cousin that lives out in California, he has a podcast with his grandson. It's called Young GM. So I usually, I told him, I said, hey, if you want to come on my podcast, you can. I have no problem with supporting people. And I, I basically support people that want to support me as well. So we talked a little bit. And then after that, I was having some personnel problems and I ended up bringing him in. And um, oh, it was just like a great match because his love for the Washington football team. <laughs> Don't you love that name? I'm yeah, so sick Washington. and tired of the politically correct stuff. Yeah, me too. The one, the commandos, the commanders now, I guess that's what they're called. Yeah. So, you know, he liked them. And I said, well, you know, that that's, that's cool because my youngest son, Caden, he actually is a Philadelphia Eagle fan. So that would be cool to have one fan base here and another fan base here, and they can go against each other. So, right. you know, I like the competition. So, but um, I brought him in, and I really, you know, I knew that he was fighting a terrible disease. But I wanted to make sure that, you know, he had a shot. You know, I, I, I that's what I do with anyone. Like I said, if anyone wants to do it, they can come in. That's not a problem. He came on, started episode 85 of my podcast, and um, he went all the way up to uh, episode 99. After after episode 99, I told him, I said, hey, make sure you get yourself right so you can come back. And unfortunately, uh, this past Friday the 13th, he went on, passed on, and uh, you know made his transition with the Lord. My thing was, it was... Very devastating because, like I said, I, I worried about him and I got really to the point where I haven't heard from him because he would always, I would put out a podcast, everything from 100 all the way up, putting out podcasts. He would always message me and tell me that I'm doing a great job and all like that. And I really appreciate the support. Then after a while, it stopped and I knew there was something wrong. So I had to end up getting in touch with his uh, girlfriend and yeah. Uh, yeah and and she told me that uh on the 13th it was really one of those days that i'd never forget because one of my other cousins had graduated from penn and it was you know the other side cousin aaron was leaving us from this world so um it was really rough it was really rough and um after i took the phone call from ann i sat in my truck with no music or no uh, nothing on and just sat there and thought about it for about an hour with nothing, with no music, no nothing, no phone calls, no, no mention of anything. It was just, just need to process it. It was a dead silence for me and I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. 
And I was saying to myself, why? You know, but I had to get out. I got out of my truck and I took a walk around the, the building where I was at. And it was a layover for about four hours. So I had no problem with it. I had to take a walk. I took the walk and I started talking to him. And I just told him, that, hey, look, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you did. I'm going to miss you. And uh, I know you're up there arguing with a Dallas fan right now about. <laughs> I had to I had to say something to myself to make myself laugh because it was a hard situation to deal with. So it's just, you know, just really hard, though. But, I'm you know, sorry. That's I'm a, sorry you're going through this. It's OK. But one of the things that helped me was uh, listening to several episodes of your podcast. And it really put a lot of stuff in perspective for me. And I always said to myself that what I would do is be a little bit more. And, you know, during this grieving period that I'm still going through, you mentioned something about not making it about yourself. And I made that very, very clear a couple of times on my podcast. This is not about me. You know, don't worry about me. I'm okay. I'll be okay. Concentrate on the family. And give your support to that family because the Ferrara and Briscoe and Myers family, they're going to need it. And um, like I said, I really appreciate you for and listening to you and your podcast and helping me process that and making sure that I give a support to them for everything. When you're in the moment with them, when you're face to face with them or on the phone, it has to be about them. but. That doesn't mean that there's not time for you too. It might not be right that moment, you see? Because when you go to see someone who's newly bereaved like that, even though you are, you have to let it be about them because you're going to console them, you know? And someone else is going to wind up consoling you. It's just the way it works. I understand. You know, you know that, that really helped me because... Uh, like I said, I have never, never thought in this situation it was about me. Yeah, I lost a co-host. I lost a cousin. I lost a friend. I lost a mentor. I lost a supporter. I lost uh, I lost a lot, but it's not about me. It's not about me. And like I said, I spend a lot of time on the phone with Ann. I spend a lot of time on the phone with his nieces and nephews and everything and, and his friends. And I mentioned that to them in my podcast that, his memory will always be alive with me. So what I'm going to do is make sure that I continue to uh, bring up the good times that we had together. So, you know, he's always going to be in my heart. And uh, I know that he's going to look out for me from up there and make sure that I keep my podcast going the right way. <laughs> of, and just you know, like you did that day. I mean, you can speak to him at any time from any place. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's, really good refreshing that I can talk to I can talk to you I can talk to him you know it makes a big difference and like I said I try to make a lot of time for everyone even though that you know my, my schedule is really really busy I try to you know make sure that I have time for everyone as well and when you're on the road alone it gives you an opportunity to have time for you too yeah I do I like I said I'm always listening to some uh some sports talk or something that's kind of, you know, making me laugh or, you know, making me think. And like I said, most of the time, uh, 
you know, I'm putting on the doors and listening to that. And I love <laughs> before we started, we were talking about the doors and I love the doors. I, yeah. I am one of the biggest Jim Morrison fans of all time. And, you know, like I told Mary, I wore my doors shirt just for her today. <laughs> And I wore my Mets hat just for you. Guys. There you go. Appreciate <laughs> Oh my God. Grief is hard. It is. It is. It's but, hard. It's, it, it can be really messy. It can be lonely. And especially for Anne now. Do they have children together? Uh, no, I don't think they, they didn't have any children together. Okay. You know, I know he has a son that's out there. I've been, researching and trying to uh, touch base with him. And I know that it's, I think he still has a brother that's living and a lot of friends. I've, I've ran across a lot of friends and um, I've been trying to uh, lend my support for the that's family and good. making sure that, you know, the family knows that how much I care and I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, just try to keep his memory alive. And like today, when I've put the podcast together, I, I, I started with uh, his introduction, and if you listen to it, you you know he was he was a character. He was a character, and I, I love. I love the way he asked you. So, like, how much am I going to get paid for this? Yeah, yeah. And I told him, I said, "Don't worry, Black Goat Entertainment will take care of the checks and all this. You will, you know, you'll get taken care of." So, you know, and I asked, and I was just joking with him. I said, "Ask, ask uh, my son Caden how much he." Gets paid. Yeah, exactly. he, he's something else too. He, he he doesn't like doing podcasts, but you know he's a sixteen year old kid, so you know he does his own thing. So you know, and like I said, that helps me to laugh. And like I said, if I can laugh, then you know it makes it a lot easier. Makes it a yeah. lot easier. The grief yeah. period a lot easier. I just wanted to commend you on how nice you did the last week's episode 113 and then this week's 114 and the memorial that you created in both of them for him and to honor him. And I thought that was really lovely how you did that. I think that was just, it's just something I had to do. It's something I have to do because, you know, with anyone, if I'm close to that person, you know, and if I lose that person, I feel as though that I have to do something to keep their memory alive and to make sure that they are still, you know, still thought of instead of just, you know, excuse the expression, dead and gone, you know, yeah. more or less. Yeah. You know, you know, like I said, everyone I come in contact with, I always try to build a foundation of just, you know, friendship and trust. And, you know, and like I said, I try to do as much as I can. I think that if, you know, if I can be supportive in every single way, it makes it a lot easier for me. So. Yes, I agree. Oh, man. But, you know, like I said, I just, I really, really appreciate you and everything that you've done for me and my family as well. And um, it's hard when you have to grieve. And it's hard when you're going through this type of situation, and it's 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 a lot makes it a lot easier when you can talk to people that have the knowledge on how to bring you through it, and yeah, and that makes it a lot easier for me as well. Well, I know I see that. <laughs> like, like, like sweat. I I didn't talk a lot. I, 
you know, I, I can, I can be process. You're just fine. You're just fine. That's the one thing, like when you're a podcaster, you could talk forever, right? Yeah, There's so much to discuss. I know. Well, well, see, that's the thing. I like your podcast because you're, you're, you're short, you're sweet, you get to the point, and, and, you know, you can listen anytime. Mine's, I know they drag out. They're like an hour and a half. And I'm like talking about all these different things that I'm going on rants and talking about how bad the Lakers are. And <laughs> so, I know. But, you know, I know in the draft and how miserable it is. And, oh, it is. Like, and the all worst. these players that are like such whiny babies, I, I'm i like, look, you're making more than probably the 1% of the whole world, Right. You heard that. That was funny. I was like, they, they cry all the time. And I'm like, for what? Why yeah. are you crying? You're getting paid all that money. I right. said, Get no. Get yourself. Yeah, no. Get me out there. I'll do that. I'll go out there and strike out 700 times or whatever. So, you know, it don't matter. I remember one time about Babe Ruth saying that you only had to swing or you only had to whatever a third of the time, right? So yeah. if you have a, a 333 average, you're damn good. You're doing great. Yeah. yeah. You, know? you know, like now they said strikeouts are acceptable. I'm like, geez, I never, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I'm an old school baseball fan. I go back to the old days where, yep. you know, players stayed with their teams and everything. And, hey, if you strike out 300 times, you're miserable. Or, you know, but if you hit 50 or 60 home runs, you're great, you know. But, you know, like I said, baseball, everything has changed in the game. So I I don't like the shift. I don't like, you know, the the little nuances where, you know, data applicators and all that stuff. I don't like that stuff. I like the old school baseball, you know. Me too. Oh, by the way, I did want to say one thing. You were talking about how you got a new Willie Mays Giants. Oh, yes. Yes. You do know. That at the end of his career, he was on the Mets and he played, yes, I think indeed. it was center field. <laughs> yes, indeed. And first base. And I do have, I have a Mets jersey. I I tell you what, the next time we get together, I will wear my Mets jersey. I will you definitely. What about wearing my, I have a t-shirt that says 6986. Because those are the two go. times that they the Mets won the series. I actually yeah. have that shirt to this day. I didn't, <laughs> I, well, I didn't. I'm, I tell you one thing, I'm not going to hold 69 against you because, you know, I'm from Baltimore and, I, you know, that was a bad year for Baltimore versus New York. It was bad. You know, the Knicks beat the Bullets and, you know, the Colts lost to the uh, Jets and, you know, the, the Orioles lost to the Mets. So, you know, hey, it was a bad year, but, you know, it's all good. I, and see, that's the thing. It's all in fun with sports for me. That's one yeah, thing I like me about too. Yeah. So. Well, I want to tell you that I am so grateful we finally got to do this. I'm That's really true. sorry it was on the, you know, because of Aaron. Yeah. But Aaron, we love you, and we're really glad that you were such a beautiful part of Guru's life. Yeah, I really appreciate him, and um, like he knows I thank him all the time, and I thank him for all the the stuff that you know we clowned around about, and like I said. Most of the time, the, the stuff that we talked about off air was a lot. <laughs> it was some of the greatest stuff that I ever talked with anyone about. But he was funny. He kept me laughing. I kept him laughing. And that was the main thing. So, you know, like I said, his memory will be always a part of my life as well. So 
Well, thank you, Guru, so much for your time. You're much welcome. I want you to remember Guru Talking Sports. It's a wonderful podcast. And if you're a lover of sports, this is the man to listen to. So God bless you, your family. My best to Lynn and Anne when you see her. Okay. And we'll talk soon. Well, thank you. And I really appreciate it. Best to you and David. I really appreciate you. And thank you for your time. Thank you for inviting me. Appreciate it. Thank you, Guru. You're welcome. All right. Thank you for being with me today. Remember to continue to write five things each night in your journal that you are grateful for. Please subscribe, rate, and review my podcast wherever you listen to me. And please share this podcast with at least three members of your family and friends who are grieving this week. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.